Hello and welcome to Bible Believing Bible Studies. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Right Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. Thank you so very much for taking the time to be with me today to hear this message that I have for you. And I pray that's a blessing to you and help to you. Pray it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. Alright, so uh, in our last Bible study, uh, I started uh, a new series and... Uh, this series is on the book of Romans. Alright, so um, before we get started, let's go ahead and uh, let's do uh, a review of, uh, of the last uh, Bible study. Alright, and uh, first of all, you know, I gave uh, a background of the book of Romans. And I said that the theme of the book of Romans is justification by faith right? and uh, Romans is one of the Apostle Paul's Acts period epistles okay and he wrote it around 57 58 AD Romans has 16 chapters 433 verses and 9447 words I said that Romans teaches that a sinner is saved by grace through faith alone. And if you pair that with uh, Galatians, Galatians teaches that a man is kept saved by grace through faith alone. I said that the Apostle Paul was given the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. I also mentioned that the key phrase in Romans is of God. Now you have the righteousness of God, the faith of God, the truth of God, the salvation of God, the gospel of God, the power of God, the wrath of God. Okay, and then I gave an outline of the book of Romans. Alright, uh, Romans 1, verses um, 1 all the way to chapter 3, verse 20. We have man's need for salvation because of their lost condition. Okay, and then we have Romans chapter 3, verses, verse 21 to uh, chapter 5, verse 21. We have uh, God's method of salvation and then uh, Romans 6 verse 1 to chapter 8 verse 39 we have the results of salvation uh, Romans 9 verse 1 all the way to chapter 11 verse 36 we have uh, how New Testament salvation affects Old Testament covenants okay and then uh, lastly uh, Romans 12 verse 1 uh, to chapter 16 verse 27 we have the practical outworking of salvation and, and then um, 
we talked about Romans chapter 1 verses 1 to 7 okay uh, Romans 1 has 32 verses right and then uh, you're gonna deal here uh, with uh, Paul's greeting to the Romans all right and then um, Paul's name is the very first word mentioned right and uh, he was a servant of Jesus Christ a servant is called out to serve right and uh, he was an apostle he was called to be an apostle an apostle is called out to be sent right and uh, he was separated unto the gospel of God And talked about how God had promised the gospel through the prophets in the Holy Scriptures. And then we talked about um, by Christ we receive grace and apostleship of obedience to the faith. We talked about how um, some denominations they teach that uh, water baptism. I is uh, is obeying the gospel. But that is not the case. Obeying the gospel is believing the gospel. Amen. And then I talked about how we are also called of Christ. The calling that we have comes from the Lord. Okay, and then we talked about Paul was writing to the Romans, uh, the Roman Christians, the Roman saints, or Gentiles, beloved of God, and called to be saints. And then uh, Paul extends uh, grace and peace to them. Right? And uh, in uh, Paul's epistles, right, he, he always says grace before peace and why is that it's because you cannot have peace without grace all right and then lastly we talked about uh, how all Christians all saved are saints and no Pope or anybody has the authority to make anybody a saint all right and we talked about a call shows a need, an ability, and an opportunity. Alright? So that is uh, verses 1 to 7. And now we are going to look at uh, verses 8 to 17. Okay? And, uh, and so we're going to look at Paul's interests and plans amen so please go with me to Romans chapter 1 and we'll read verses 8 to 17 Romans chapter 1 verses 8 to 17 starting in verse 8 the King James Bible says this First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. 
For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit, in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making requests, if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. For I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift, to the end you may be established. That is, that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. Now I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I purposed to come unto you, but was let hitherto, that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And then verse 17, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by faith. Amen. So, the Apostle Paul, he was thanking God through Jesus Christ for the Roman believers. He was thanking God that their faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Now, notice here that in our text, the word faith, it shows up five different times. Three times in the same verse. In the New Testament as a whole, the word faith shows up 300 times. Excuse me. In the Old Testament, In the Old Testament, the word faith only shows up two times. So, that should tell you something. Amen? So now, you ask, what is faith? Look at Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. And um, let's read verses 1 
to six. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered up unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. Verse 6 But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Alright, so in verse 1, you'll see the biblical definition of faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay, so notice that faith has substance. There's something there. The object of your faith. Amen. And then notice the word hope there. Or hoped. That is not a trivial hope. That is not a shallow hope. It's not going to the Lord in prayer. And then after you get done... You say, well, I hope God heard me. I hope God answers my prayer. My friends, hope is knowing. Hope is knowing that God is still on the throne. Hope is knowing that God hears and answers our prayers. Hope is knowing that one day Jesus Christ is going to come into those clouds and he's going to call his church home by name. And also notice that in verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Aren't we, as believers, supposed to walk by faith? But yet, we have so many that they follow, well, I'll believe it when I see it. 
soul. You know, you know what our uh, substance is. You know what our evidence is. It is the King James Bible. God's word. God cannot and will not ever tell a lie. His promises are true. Alright, and then uh, Paul was serving God in his spirit. In the gospel of God's Son. Verse 9. Let's go to our text. Romans 1 verse 9. For God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son. That without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Okay, so the Apostle Paul says, with my spirit. Okay, notice spirit is... Um, lowercase so he's speaking of his spirit okay remember that God is a trinity God the Father God the Son God the Holy Spirit man is also a trinity body soul and spirit the problem is that for an unsaved person a lost person their spirit is dead And it needs to be made alive. It needs to be quickened. And they inherited that dead spirit through Adam. Because when Adam ate of that tree, He died spiritually that day. And now, he's only two-thirds man. He's incomplete. Alright, and so, so now everyone after him is not born in the image of God as most believe they're born in the image of Adam with a dead spirit that dead spirit needs to be born again that's why Christ told Nicodemus in John chapter 3 ye must be born again 
And he wasn't just talking to Nicodemus. He was talking about everybody. Because he used the word ye, which is plural. The Y is plural. And so now, once a person is saved by putting their faith and trust in Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, then the Holy Spirit regenerates that person's spirit and becomes alive. And then they are complete in Christ. Right? And then their spirit can uh, commune with the Holy Spirit, that new man that is inside each and every believer. And then Paul was always making mention of the Roman believers in his prayers. So verse 9 again, For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit, in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Prayer is how we talk. To God and then God talks to us through his word all right and so we should be praying Not just for believers, but praying for unbelievers that one day they will come to the knowledge of the truth and be saved. See, Paul had a daily prayer life. And he prayed for those Roman Christians every day. Right? And he longed to see them to impart spiritual gifts to them. Alright, look at verses 10 and 11. Making request, if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. For I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end ye, ye may be established. So, 
the Apostle Paul, he intended, or God intended for the Apostle Paul to make it to Rome. But Paul got sidetracked, right? When uh, when he went into Jerusalem, and you'll see that in Acts nineteen twenty one, right? And he was warned by God not to go there, but he went anyway. And so Paul is praying for this prosperous journey to Rome. But by his own disobedience, he lost that prosperous uh, journey, that part of his prayer, due to his disobedience. Okay, and instead of being prosperous in his journey there, he went to Rome chained to a guard all right and now uh, in verse 11 uh, Paul wanted the Roman Christians to be established mentally and physically the spiritual gifts, Give the Christian stability in the faith. Okay, and remember that, you know, Paul was an apostle and he had those apostolic gifts. He had those, those, um, uh, what's, uh, what's the word I am looking for? I can't think of it right now, but but he had those um, apostolic uh, gifts, sign gifts. That's what I'm looking for, sign gifts. Okay, and um, those those uh, sign gifts, right, it showed uh, the apostleship. Okay, and he had those, and then uh, he imparted those gifts. Right, to those um, who believed under his ministry. All right, the sign gifts today in the church age, right, they, um, they no longer exist. All right, but we still have gifts. God still gives gifts, spiritual gifts, right, to, uh, to the church. Okay, uh, then um, Paul and the Roman Christians had mutual faith. They were the same. Look at verse 12. That is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. Paul wanted to be comforted in their mutual faith. 
All right, look at uh, Romans 14, verse 19. Romans 14, verse 19. Let me see. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify one another. All right? So, so we as Christians, we should be edifying one another. And helping one another. Amen. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter five and verse eleven. Wherefore comfort yourselves together and edify one another even as also ye do all right and you will you will see a mutual faith in Ephesians 4 verse 5 Titus chapter 1 verse 4 Second Peter 1 verse 1 and Jude verse 3. All right. You know, Paul, he was longing to go to Rome. But he was hindered from going. Verse 13. Now I would not have you ignorant brethren that oftentimes I purpose to come unto you but was let hitherto that I might have some fruit among you also even as among other Gentiles. So let there does not mean allow. Okay, let there means to stop, to hinder. Okay, so Paul was hindered from going to Rome. Right? But he says that he is ready to preach the gospel all right, to the Romans. Verse 15. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. So Paul was ready. To preach the gospel. I urge you. To be ready. To preach the gospel. Amen. The Apostle Paul, he wanted to produce fruit. 
And this is what we should strive to do. But I will tell you that when it comes to uh, fruit bearing, you know, I see it sometimes, you know, on Facebook or whatever the case may be, that you know some of the brethren they they will post. Uh, you know something about you know if you're not producing fruit you know you're not going out winning souls you know whatever case may be then you're not saved but that is not the case how are we saved we are saved by grace through faith by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and putting our uh, faith and trust in Him and His death, burial, and resurrection. Our salvation is not based on what we do. We're saved by grace through faith. Amen. So let's not say because a person who professes to be saved but is not producing any fruit, let's not say that they're not saved. A person's salvation is between them and God. Amen. And Paul was not ashamed of the gospel because of the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greeks. Or the Greek. The Greek there is Gentiles. Alright, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek which gospel the gospel of Christ the gospel of the grace of God which is the death burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is the power. The power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. And that power does not come from good works. Alright, look at Ephesians 1. And we'll read verses 12 and 13. That we should be to the praise of His glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit. 
of promise. Alright, so that is the transaction for salvation. You hear the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Remember, Romans 10, 17, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Alright, so you hear the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, you believe it, you trust it, and you're sealed. Amen? Alright, verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So, in the Acts epistles, it was required to go to the Jew first. But post-Acts epistles, that is not required. All right? You go where God sends you. Alright, but... I still hear brethren talking about going to the Jew first. And and here there is even a conference that is called to the Jew first conference. And the gospel, the righteousness of God, is revealed from faith to faith. Remember, one faith. New Testament faith is the faith of Jesus Christ. Saving faith is a gift from God. In the Old Testament, their faith was faith in what God told them to do. Amen? So that is Romans chapter 1, verses 8 to 17. Pray that um, this teaching here has been a blessing to you and a help to you. And um, I ask that uh, you pray uh, for uh, these Bible studies, that the Lord will uh, continue to uh, use them mightily. Amen. All right. Thank you so very much uh, for being uh, with me today. Um, I also want to uh, let you know that... You know, in this Bible study today, we talked about the the Apostle Paul, you know, uh, praying, you know, for the Roman believers, 
right? And uh, and so if you have any prayer requests, please let us know. All right, you can go to our radio websites, our Facebook pages, Facebook group, um, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, and uh, and let us know of your prayer requests. And rest assured, all right, we will pray for you all and your requests. Amen. All right, thank you so very much. Uh, until next time, God bless you. Thank you.